Hi, my name is Kendall Rawls and I am Director of Development with the Rawls Group Business Succession Planners. And the focus of the discussion today is some insight for family member employees in a family business. It can be really easy to get lost in a family business, especially someone who has grown up in the family and depending upon what role you play, whether you're the firstborn middle child, baby, or somewhere in between based upon the makeup of your family, uh, the types of things you're interested in, how they viewed you in the family, were you viewed as the drama queen, were you viewed as the scapegoat or the golden child. Uh, there's all these roles and uh, views and perspectives that a family member employee brings with them from the family into the business. And that, that isn't just brought with them from family members, it's also brought with them where perceptions are carried through to the business and professional setting from key employees, employees or loyal employees that have known them from for a very long time. So as a family member employee, it is really easy to get lost amongst the stereotypes, baggage, in addition to what other people think you are, what other people think you should be, what roles you should play, and then the overall goals of, of the business. Um, and so what generally happens in that environment is it's either a feeling of constant conflict or just shutting down. And neither of these are really good for anybody. They're not good for the individual, the family member employee, and they're also not good for the family environment or the business because at the end of the day, the relationships aren't aren't at their best. The business relationship isn't at their best and the business nor the employee is able to shine in the way that they could be in the sense that the business isn't getting the best out of the, out of that family member employee. So therefore the business is suffering. So I just wanted to share a little bit of insight on how to find you, how to find your space, how to communicate uh, a little bit more effectively and maybe even share some perspective to family, those in a family business on how to see family member employees in a different way. Identify if you're looking at them in, through, through tainted glasses and or if you are beginning to see or notice how they aren't the age that you met them that they have grown and developed and they perhaps have transferable skills and they have something to add in a different perspective from, from perhaps the pigeonhole or the box that you have placed them based upon the stereotype or baggage that you brought from uh, the history of relationship. So here's four strategies to consider uh, for the family member employee to fulfill your personal goals and, and to be the best you can for yourself for those around you and for the business. One, know your strengths. Uh, so know yourself amongst the family business noise. So if you have entered the business straight from college and you really haven't been involved in any other business, this is really difficult to do because you really haven't had a ton of outside feedback. So if you're already in the business, then I highly recommend you look into, you look into getting involved in community groups, um, engage uh, and um, get involved in a Rotary Club or Boys and Girls Club or essentially anything that would allow you to stretch and flex in an environment that is not so family centered. Um, for example, uh, here in 
where I live, I got involved in the neighborhood. I was on the board. I also worked in a different company prior to joining the Rawls Group. So all these outside experiences allowed me to flex and stretch to really see what I was made of and also get outside validation of my strengths and even some feedback as to areas that I can improve on. Um, if you don't know your strengths, there are a tool, there are a few tools out there that you can engage in. And this isn't, this is pretty common. Uh, I remember I was probably in my mid early thirties. I was working with an executive coach. She asked me what my strengths were and I really didn't know. I knew I was good at things because I had been successful in different endeavors, but I really didn't know how to name them. So one tool that you could lean on is StrengthsFinder 2.0. Um, you could Google that, look it up. Um, and if you need some help finding it, reach out to me. Uh, there's also a few exercises that I'd be happy to walk you through. Um, no obligation, just, you know, just want to help you find, help you find your strengths so you can leverage them. Um, also, once you find those strengths and find out really what interests you, um, have, have that be your boundary, have that be your compass as to who you are and let go of what other people think you are. Uh, I, just to be um, from a personal perspective, um, given that the Rawls Group is a family business and I have uh, two siblings in the business, my dad founded the business and I also work with a lot of key leaders who have known me since I was six to 16. So they have known me for quite some time. I would get caught up in what they thought of me, um, essentially that, that thing of worrying about what other people think, um, where they thought my strengths were and where they best thought that I could um, fulfill or, or be of service. And where they have great insight, they're, they're not 100% correct. And that's because I know myself better. I know what I'm made of better and I know what I am able to put my nose to the ground and get done. And so the only person who knows the best about you is you. And so the more that you're able to invest in yourself, get to know yourself, understand what another great coach had told me or shared with me, understand what you want to create, what you want to focus on is what's going to allow you to nurture those strengths, nurture your interest and be all that you want to be. So another key thing to think about is, and it's the old age uh, quote of those who wonder are not always lost. So in a family business environment, there are all different types of avatars. And an avatar I'm, I'm referring to right now is kind of the type, stereotypical type of person. I know we just talked about letting go of stereotypes, but um, in, from this context, I'm gonna, going to use them to help explain my point. So there are people who, or uh, there are those in the family who always knew that they wanted to join the business immediately. Uh, I mean, not immediately, but it kind of knew in high school and in college that this is what they wanted to do and this was their end game. And the family business was it. And they would serve in any capacity um, that was asked of them and they would be happy to be there. There's also those family member employees or, or those who are uh, who have different interests. And first they, they go off and um, or first they want to they live in a, in a different city. They want to do something completely different. They don't understand how their interests could fit the business at this time. 
And so they go on their different journey and they explore and then they come back. Um, or they don't, I don't even want to say they come back, but they decide to be a part of the family business. Cause when you think about it, there's no, if you think about it from the perspective of they go away and then they come back, then that's a negative connotation. What they've done is they have invested and they have, uh, invested in themselves. They have um, gone, gone on what adventure that they have wanted to go on that is best, um, was with, that was best for their adventuring spirit and best for what they wanted to build and for what they wanted to create. And then their life drew them to the business because there was something that drew them, whether it was a connectivity to family, connectivity to the vision, connectivity to what is being built and wanting to be a part of it. There's also those people who want to be a part of the family business, but want to grow within the family business. And so they're not necessarily just there and happy to serve in any capacity. Um, and so they're, they may be constantly looking to grow and develop and add value. So I say all this in a way of identifying and knowing which one you are and being okay with it. If you have an interest in joining the business later on and, and, and having, wanting, having other experiences in life, that you could bring to the family business, that is okay. Your path is what is most important for you to understand. There's a really great book out there uh, by Brene Brown called Braving the Wilderness, that every path is, is personal to each person. And if you are walking down a path that seems so nicely clean and manicured for you to walk down, then you're likely not walking down your path. And there is a lot of there can be a lot of pressure when it comes to family business to join and be a part of it immediately because that means that you're not wanting to, if you don't, then it may mean that you don't wanna be part of the family or you may or may not getting, be getting pressure from uh, your parents or uncles or aunts or whoever and listen to what they're saying because there is great benefit in joining the business. There's also great benefit in walking your own path and joining the business when the time is right for you. A third strategy to consider is connect to what other people value. So family business can be a very easy place for conflict, mismatched expectations, uh, stereotypical baggage, just complete frustration because you've tried to talk about a certain topic in different ways and you don't feel like anyone's listening and you just don't feel heard or seen. And oftentimes that's where people again, either shut down or just feel like they're in constant conflict. And most often than not, what we find in when we work with family businesses and even in our own family business environment, that we are in violent agreement on a lot of topics. So we don't even realize that we are agreeing to something because we aren't really listening or we're not really tuning in to what the um, overall win is and to what, EP, what each other values. So when you're able to truly connect with what someone values, then you're able to build rapport with them and increase the opportunity for navigating really high value communication. So if someone really values you being on time and, and following and, and they value uh, process and procedure and rules and boundaries, Provide that to them whenever you're discussing a certain topic that may be highly emotional or something that you've been trying to work through. If you can give and connect with them on what they value, 
then you have a high higher likelihood to develop the win-win-win that you're looking for. It's all about meeting them where they are and then helping and walking with them and guiding them to where you want to go. And it's not just where you want to go, it's understanding what the win-win-win is for each of you and then the overall win. And the fourth one is, it's hard, but continue to engage in hard topics. And that may mean that you engage in a discussion and you let it rest for a month or you let it rest for a week, or you let it rest for a day. Uh, but continue to engage, continue to, to work on walking that tightrope. Walking a tightrope and walking a balance beam, we call it the family business equilibrium. The work is all about bringing it back to center. So sometimes whenever you feel like you're losing balance, you're moving over to the right a little bit. You gotta make it work back to center, or you're moving towards the left a little bit. You gotta bring it back to center. And so continue, to engage in the work, continue to engage in staying in balance. And if you let if you let topics or issues just fall and you shut down, then what's going to eventually happen is there's going to be a massive resentment monster that bubbles up. And the one person who isn't able to facilitate the outcome is living in your body. It's living in their body. And that's not healthy. So the best way to overcome issues and overcome conflict is to keep keeping engaging in them. And I say this from the standpoint too, for the person who may, may be wanting to problem solve a topic. And, and I say this for the other person or the people who don't wanna talk about hard things, continue to do that as well. Continue to allow that person to discuss and problem solve because at the end of the day, it's in everyone's best interest to come to a win-win-win solution. Those are just a few ideas and a few strategies for you to think about as you are navigating the fun family dynamics of family business. Family business can be so awesome. Uh, families, when they come together, can make the impossible possible. It's totally worth it. Um, it's a little bit, it, it, can, it takes work, but it's totally worth it. Thank you.